0: this video, we will hear from Martin Couscous, why he believes it is important for a business leader to pursue excellence in their leadership. Martin is the former MEC of Finance in the Northwest Province and the former CEO of the South African Bureau of Standards. It's uh, very difficult in a few minutes to capture my journey of close to 65 years. <laughs> Been brought up in a place called Alabama, clagstop the eldest of eight siblings, and uh, things were tough those days. But I always had destiny on my mind. I started off as a student nurse, and then from there I moved through the ranks into, until I became a professional nurse, later on qualified uh, through UNISA, got a degree in nursing education, and then I became a lecturer for seven years. Came 1994, the ruling party by the, uh, approached me to stand for political office. I submitted it to my spiritual leaders, and there was just a sense that this is the direction that God wanted to lead me into. We were called in by the premier of the province, by then Popo Malife, into a room. And then he started to read the names of his team. And lo and behold, when he came to number seven, he said the finance portfolio will go to Martin Kaskis. I hardly heard the last three names, you know, because my mind just went into a spin. By that time, I didn't know a debit from a credit, and here I'm called upon to manage 4.8 billion rand. But by God's grace, I completed two successive terms in the Northwest government. The machine was humming nicely, good systems, good management team, and it became a bit of a maintenance job. I ended up with the South African Bureau of Standards, a total different environment where I was appointed CEO in 2004 for a five year term. It was an atmosphere that was loaded with suspicion and fear. But through God's grace, I turned the place around, repositioned it into one of the top 10 certification bodies in the world. Also, got elected onto the ISO Council for a two year term. And one day when I was in uh, Nagoya, Japan in 2006, I got a call from uh, the then Minister of Finance, Trevor Manuel. He phoned me and said uh, they're considering to put me on as the first chairman of the Board of Trustees for the Government Employee Pension Fund. Now, when I left the Northwest Province, my last budget was only 24 billion rand. And all of a sudden, I've been put in charge of 850 billion rand. And it's here where the Word of God became so evident, if you are faithful in the small things, you can also be trusted in the bigger things. But I exited after five years at the Bureau of Standards, by then I was already 32 years in government, and I joined the corporate sector. I'm currently on the board of Netcare for the last 12 years, but I'm also running my own coaching practice, uh, the makings, and do a lot of leadership development. But I deliberately didn't go into a full-time job so that I could create a margin of time to follow one of the biggest passions in my life and that is marketplace ministry. You know there's quite a lot of interesting definitions about leadership, but my understanding of it is whenever you influence the attitudes, the behavior, and the behavior of people and the development of people, you are actually a leader. Now it can range from a father the change, the attitudes, the behavior, and the development of his children, right up to a president that needs to influence the behavior and the development of a country. In uh, order to become excellent in leadership, you need to first appreciate for why you're doing it. If you do it for selfish ambition, uh, you're gonna miss the mark. But if you just give it your best shot all the time, mindful that you've been given an opportunity by God To be placed in a specific position of authority, every endeavor will be informed by your love and appreciation for him. And the first thing that you need to work on in order to achieve excellence in leadership is on your character. Reputation is what people think about you, but character is who you really are. Character responds to this critical question, who are you really like when no one is looking? The second thing you need to work on is you need to have clarity of direction. Other people refer to it as vision. You need to know exactly within the next year, the next four four years, next five years, next 10 years, where you're getting yourself to. Thirdly, you also need to develop competence. You need to be able to get the job done. And for that, you need to have the requisite skill set and empower yourself continuously to make sure that you hone your skills, you acquire cutting edge information and techniques so that you can get the job done. Then you also need to work on your communication because excellent people have this rare ability to communicate their intentions in a compelling, a persuasive and a very precise way, but they also do it very gracefully baffles me how people how we can be so wrongfully right. We say the right things so wrongfully and communication is key if you want to be excellent. The way you communicate, it should be gracefully, it should inspire people and it should motivate people towards action. The fun thing is that we also need to develop courage. And excellent people have this ability to move on even in the midst of obstacles. To them they don't see dead ends and cul-de-sacs, they see new possibilities. They draw from their life experience and say, this can be done. Excellent people also have this attitude of consistency. It's not what you do once in a while, it's what you do consistently day by day by day. And I think if you major in these things, you will present yourself as an excellent leader. You know, the Word of God is the ultimate standard of truth. And all our endeavors needs to be calibrated against the standard of the Word of God. And yes, you know, a lot of these things sometimes can be so easily rationalized away. But you know, and I know, that when we go into our bedroom and we lie on our pillow there, there's a conscience to deal with. And may God help us at all times to make sure that we please him and nobody else. It's that audience of one, me trying by all means to please God, regardless of the circumstances. Well, first and foremost, um, I keep abreast of all the latest developments in any sphere that I'm involved with. I keep on reinventing myself as I explained earlier when I was a nurse. Then I went into finance. From finance, I was in the standards business and so on. And you need to improve yourself and equip yourself all the time. Besides being a keen reader, I'm also a very relational person. And I have this rare ability to get connected to experts in this specific f- sphere of influence. I'm the first to always raise my hand and say, I don't know it all and I won't pretend that I'm this hotshot. And you know what's surprising to me is how much I learn even from the millennials. When I engage with some of these young emerging leaders that I always get involved with, it's funny how much they know about the world. And many times I had to even unlearn some of these things that I held on so dearly because it has become irrelevant to the current circumstances. I also make sure that I have an accountability circle people that I can from time to time go bounce off ideas. These solo flights can be disastrous at times, you know, so one needs to have that circle of intimacy and confidentiality where you can bare your soul and just bounce off stuff and get authentic feedback uh, from that authentic circle. But above all, it's what's what's happening in your inner chamber. It's your relationship with God starting as early as the early morning and just get connected with God and be in touch with God all the time. There are two important things, um, dates in one's life. The one date is the date when you were born. The second date is to discover why you were actually born. And regrettably, a lot of people don't discover the second date. They go through life not ever having had a firm grasp of what is their God-given purpose. And I had to come to a stage where I had to make time and see God's face and finding out what he wants me to do. It's not what's the flavor of the month. It's not what's fashionable. It's what is God's desire for your life. Secondly, it's also about motives. What is the motivation of your heart? Is it to be somebody? Is Is it to be seen, to be heard, to be acknowledged? or is it to serve a higher purpose? And the sooner you find out what's that purpose, the better. The world operates on two systems. The one is an ego system. It's about me, mine, and I. But increasingly, people come to realize that we need to operate within an ecosystem. I don't know it all. And there comes times in my lives where I need to allow my weaknesses to be augmented by the strengths of others, and also avail myself so that my strengths can complement the weaknesses of others. And it's in this collaborative context that we can do more.